Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Hey guys, brand new open tabs. I hate that I say hey guys. You know how many people say hey guys? Go listen. I was almost going to do that. Oh, I had one video saved, but I got out of it. I shut down my whole thing. I downloaded a virus today. So I had to shut down everything. So I had to go back and pick out all the things that I'm pretty sure I was watching this weekend. Although I got some good ones. Get ready, Joe Rogan. I'm coming at you, buddy. It's amazing when you have a friend who's like really is truly impressed by your athletic stamina, who's an athlete. Like, Joe's an athlete, but he definitely, and you can tell by his podcast, he looks up to me. Like, hardcore. As an athlete. As an, I mean, obviously as a comedian, we're peers, we're equal, dead equal. But athletically, he looks at me and he's like, how does he do it? He scratches his head at night, furrows his brow, and goes, it's just impressive. He didn't want to believe in the Mickey Mantle gene. I think he totally believes in it. Uh, shout out to the triathlon I'm competing in in August. Big ups on that. When everything is set in stone, I think everyone's going to be super excited about this triathlon. Um, I am definitely doing a fucking triathlon. Here's what I was going to say. I got on Instagram. This was a big fucking mistake. I could do a fu- I could do a podcast on Instagram stories. Do you watch Instagram stories? Oh, yeah. I could do a podcast on Instagram stories. What do you guys want to know about Eliza's wedding? Do you want to know? You want to ask me anything on about like, Eliza's what did the wedding? dress look like? Oh well, a little bit too much cleavage is what people are saying. Uh-huh. But Eliza defended that, and I'll defend it too. She looked absolutely gorgeous. Veil. Uh, so funny. I didn't see a picture with a veil, but I know that there was a big hubbubaloo about her veil because she had to go all the way to downtown and get, she, she got a veil, but it was too long and she had to take it up a little bit. And so, uh, and everyone was like, you know, it's a veil so expensive. It doesn't even matter. You know, it's amazing what I know about Eliza and she probably like, I hope to God, and I'm praying she does, that she's the person that also watches other stories. She unfollowed me, or I can't talk about that. Um, (laughs) Bobby Kelly on Instagram stories, world's greatest dad, Bobby Kelly. Bobby Kelly is the world's greatest dad. There's no question. Him and his son, and I'll leave his son's name out, you got to follow him on Instagram Live to get his son's name. They do everything together. Bobby Kelly's got a fucking nerd's hat on with with a lamp on the front, walking through. I... Dude could do a story on Instagram stories, but my one of my favorites, a sleeper on this, is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'll tell you why. He's embraced the technological revolution, but he still doesn't know how to do it. Like Bill Burr and Tom Segura, he's like, yeah, I, I like it. I, I like your stories. I just don't know what to do. I, I don't know. And the other day, there was a story of him dancing before his daughter's bath that was fucking hilarious. They were playing Can't Touch This. I wonder if it's on here. Let's see. No, but just once again. Um, no place like home. No, there's no place like Facebook. Ten minutes, you're gonna see who my special guest is. Oh shit! Ten. I missed that. 
Who's a special guest? He's doing a Facebook Live TV show. Shout out to fucking Sebastian. Here I am shitting on him not embracing technology, and he's doing a Facebook Live TV show. Damn it, man. Check this out. This is fucking gonna be cool. Who's a special guest, though? Caroline Jordan S. for Sebastian and Lana. Funny? Lana's name comes up because people, special guest in house, my beautiful wife. I like it. I like it. House, my beautiful Lana. wife. Lana Manascalco. Lana Manascalco. Interesting. I didn't know she took his last name. Okay. Maybe Instagram stories was a good move today. I like that angle. What I was going to show you on Instagram stories. Well, let's, let's just get into the show. Okay. We're going to start with the trailer to skyscraper. Have you seen the trailer for skyscraper with the rock? Mm -hmm. Can I tell you all I was thinking as I watched the trailer to skyscraper with the rock? What? Who might be the best movie star in the world? Whitewashing. They whitewashed it. What does that mean? Whitewashing is when you put a white actor where a, where a black actor should be or an Asian actor should be. And they whitewash this, and it breaks my heart. Here's The Rock, right? Special Ops, believable. Believable Special Ops. FBI, show me your hands! Yup. Boom. Whitewashing. Here we go. They had him play a man without a leg. Why not just hire a guy without a leg? Had to play a man without a leg. Why not? Just, there's a lot of guys without legs out there. There's, there's no A-list celebrities without. It legs. doesn't matter. That's the point about whitewashing. <laughs> By the way, I'm on the Rock's team on this. I think it, he should be able to play a person without a leg. But that's the thing about whitewashing that drives me nuts sometimes. Is they're like, they're like, this is ridiculous. Why would you have Scarlett Johansson play the lead of this movie when clearly she was an Asian anime character? Right. Oh yeah. And yeah. you're like. Because she's Scarlett fucking Johansson, and everyone wants to see Scarlett Johansson, and it's your money. If it's your money, oh, they, we're starting off angry today on a fucking on a. I almost called it something's burning. <laughs> Got too many shows going. But on. like that's that's the one thing that drives me nuts about whitewashing is like you go. You know what's interesting is is they have Matt Damon star in the movie about the Great Wall of China, but they only have him star in the movie for the Americans because the Americans will see a movie that Matt Damon's in, but when they advertise it in Asia, they don't put Matt Damon on the cover. They put all the Asian actors who are famous where we leave them off. Anyway, that was my first joke. That was a fail. That was an epic fail. By the way, I don't like when people say things that are hot on the internet. Put that ass though. So fucking stale. Epic fail. But The Rock is black Samoan. Oh, is he? Yeah. Did, what, did I call him white? Yeah. That is, I just whitewashed him. Yeah. Wow, this is going to be a fucking interesting episode, everybody. We already started with a... I, know the, I knew The Rock was black Samoan. I don't know why I called him white. <laughs> I love The Rock. His workout videos. You ever follow his workout videos? I could not do his workout videos. He is what Kevin Hart wants to be. Amy Schumer's pregnant. All right. Go to the next one. You know that? No. No, she's not. I just wanted to start that rumor. Pretty certain she's pregnant. I'm pretty certain she's pregnant. Ask what me makes what? you say that? There we go. I'm fucking waiting for you to co-host this with me. <laughs> um, I, <clears throat> I, her Instagram, her Instagram was like, she did like nine pictures on her Insta stories that was like, this is my friend, mother of two, teacher, still my friend. This is my other friend, mother of three, not working, still my friend. This is my other friend, mother of two. This is my other friend, mother of three. This is my other friend, not a mommy yet. 
And I was like, oh, someone's pregnant. That explains the shotgun wedding. That explains the, oh, I get it. That explains the hospitalization. Do you remember that? She got hospitalized. Kidney infection is what they said. Didn't, didn't. She's pregnant. That's why I'm putting it out there. Breaking news. I just want to be the one that breaks it, okay? Yeah. You heard it first. At what time is this? Thursday, May 24th. 24th. 4.30, 4.23 p.m., Burt Kreischer called it. I want everyone, E-Magazine, In Touch, Star, TMZ, Burt Kreischer broke it. And by the way, it broke it speculatively. But like I also broke Kurt Cobain's suicide a week before it happened. You did? I did. When just what I'm doing right now, I went around a party and I was like, oh my God, Kirk Cobain killed himself. Because I just figured he hadn't heard from him in a while. Something's going on. And then a week later, he shot himself and everyone's like, you called it. I was like, or did I will it? And so maybe if Amy Schumer's pregnant, maybe she's like, I wasn't pregnant Thursday, but fuck. I got pregnant. Way to go, Bert. I'm not. I'm in the middle of... See if she's got a movie coming out. See if she's in production on a movie. That'll tell you if she's pregnant. If she's not in, preg- in production on a movie, she's pr- definitely pregnant. All right. <coughs> this is my history browser. We'll get out of that. Sorry, everyone sees all the porn I've downloaded. Do not show the copy of my history browser. I thought that you knew that that was up there. No. I, the last one you showed was uh, we Every Pornhub. episode th- that's been on there. I've not known that. <laughs> I thought that you knew. Arrested Development. Did you hear about Arrested Development? What happened with Jason Bateman? Had to publicly apologize because of Jeffrey Tambor's behavior mm-hmm. towards the mom in Arrested Development. See, that's what's wrong with this business. It's, I don't know the mom's name, but I know Jeffrey. Uh-oh. You know how you said no one was going to bring Tito's? Yeah. Kathy just walked in with Tito's. Oh, for real? <laughs> um, I know Jeffrey Tambor's name. I know uh, David Cross's name. And I know um, Will Forte's name. And not Will Forte, the other guy. Will Arnett. Is Amy Schumer got a movie in production? Um, I'm still looking. Yeah, well, then let's just call it. Bert called it. 423, I called it. I called it. Just stop looking. I called it. Um, I read this and at first they were like Jeff. I, I've been on Jeffrey Tam- Tambor. I hope I'm saying his name right. I've been on Jeffrey Tambor's side since the beginning when he got fired from Jill Holloway's. Uh, I think I'm saying every name right here. Jill Holloway's show Transparent. I thought what a rough break for a guy that is universally appealable to go into a, a show like that and really give it clout. And get it to the... He's the reason everyone started talking about that show. It's a great show, but without the star power attached, uh, you know, I was like, eh. And then then part of me was like, well, I don't... I didn't... It didn't seem like the chicks were lying about his abusive behavior. And, And I know that I, even I, have been guilty of abusive behavior at times. I'm not an easy person to work with. I'll say that right now. If that makes me unhirable, very cool. I'm fucking... I'm a really easy person to work with, aren't I? Yeah. I'm distant and cold sometimes. And, I, and if you fuck things up, I get angry. But I don't yell at people. I don't berate. Although I have yelled at people, I have berated. I've done... A, but I will say, in my case, and, and John Sales will vouch for me. Andy McDonald will vouch for me. Uh, Stacy Blacker will vouch for me. Um... John Burston, all my friends that I worked with is it's the price of doing business. I've been with you for eight months. I've never been sexually abused or harassed. Well, give it time. Okay. But I've never sexually abused or harassed anyone, but I do lose my 
temper and I can be short with people and I can be sometimes, I wouldn't say cruel, but very, uh, I can be rough to work with. I'll just say that. And so I thought that that's what Jeffrey Tambor's uh, outbursts were about. And th- and then I and then I just flipped through and I was like, I don't need to read that. And then I was like, and then I read it again and I was like, wait, what's Jason Bateman apologizing for? Apparently he was mansplaining what I just did to the woman, Miss Stewart, I guess is her name. <clears throat> you got to hear the audio. Shawcat. Alice Shawcat. Or no, Jessica Walter. Jessica Walter is the mom. And I guess he was mansplaining that, you know, sometimes it's that's how you do business. That's the price of doing business. You know, that sometimes we lose our cool to process and whatnot. And I was like, yeah. And then they're like, well, she said, you know, but yeah, but the, his time he did it to me was different. I read that. And then they play the audio of the interview. And you're like, oh, clearly Jeffrey Tamborn is out of his fucking mind. Like clearly. And what all these guys are doing are trying to sweep it under a rug very politely and go, yeah, yeah, he's fucking crazy. But we just got a season 10 pickup and we want a fucking beach house and just shut the fuck up. We know he's psycho. Stay the fuck away from him on set. That's why we do this show. Why do you think they put him in prison for half the year so that none of us had to fucking have scenes with him? I guarantee you that's why. Listen to her audio and you start going, oh, this woman was harassed. Like fucking not cool. If you hear her audio, mind you, she's in a group interview with the New York Times. They're all dressed up. They're doing press. Everyone's there. The whole cast is there. And they say, what was it like to work with Jeffrey Tambor? And she spoke publicly for the first time, right? Listen to her. It's a very amorphous process. This 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 sort of bullshit that we do, you know, making a fake life. It's a weird thing. And it is a breeding ground for um, atypical behavior. And certain people have certain processes. That doesn't mean it's acceptable. And the point is that things are changing and people need to respect each other differently. I just realized in this conversation that I have to let go of being angry at him. He never crossed the line on our show with any, you know, sexual, whatever. Verbally, yes, he harassed me, but I, he did apologize. I have to let it go, and I, I have to give you a chance to, to, you know, for us to be friends again. Absolutely. But it, it's, it's hard, because honestly, Jason says this happens all the time. In like almost 60 years of working, I've never had anybody yell at me like that on a set. And it's hard to, to deal with it, but I'm, I'm over it now. I just let it go right here. For the New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't give it up for anybody else. Clearly, they are trying to sweep it under the rug, and they know how bad it was. Dude, that's saying so much. It's 60 years of working. 60 years of working Eesh. that no one's treated her like that? That's... 60 yeah. years of working. Bro, you could slap her on the ass 40 years ago. You could. You could smack her on the ass. 40 years ago, you could come into set and smack her on the ass. When she started in the business, uh, it was very common... The girls had to suck dicks to get roles. That was the thing. It was called the casting couch. In fucking 50 years, no one treated her like that? I got two things to say. Number one, I haven't been watching Rest of Development since it was on Fox, okay? Number two, I, number two, I don't really need Jeffrey Tambor. Like, I don't need him. If that, if that's, I mean, that's a big fucking statement. Mm-hmm. Now, I get everyone trying. It just seems fucking gross. Yeah. And you need him for this show. Obviously, he's the dad. He's got two parts. He's a, he's a twin. By the way, he he he. It doesn't seem like he's done any like 
Like real fun. By the way, I know this is being volatile and I, I shouldn't talk on this stuff. Bert, just find silly stuff to talk about. But I just saw this today and I was like, I was like, bro, 50 years. Did you hear who got taken down today a little bit? Who? Morgan Freeman. Oh, yeah. Who didn't see that came in, coming? He married his niece, I think. What? So, but, but that's a guess. I'm, that's a, something More I breaking heard. news. More breaking news. <laughs> Amy Schumer's pregnant. Morgan Jeffrey Freeman. Tamborn is the new Harvey Weinstein, and Morgan Freeman married his news, news, niece, niece. <laughs> Google that. I think he married his like fifteen-year-old niece. What? I. That's what I said, dude. Morgan Freeman. I thought that was like I kind of thought that was across the board knowledge. He like married his niece or something. This is all speculative. Uh, allegedly, 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 allegedly. Morgan Freeman had a affair with step granddaughter. Bitch, shut up! Alexa, stop. Morgan Freeman's step granddaughter's killer claims they had sexual. Hold on. He's not. He's not. By the way, I don't look. I don't know. I'm not going to jump on the Morgan Freeman thing. I was wrong. He did not marry his niece. Clearly, but I remember hearing something like that on my ride to Irvine one time. I wish you could read faster, Halston. All right, let's keep going. There's kind of a lot here. There's like there's some sort of murder that happened he, with the, his step granddaughter and stuff like that. And there's a, obviously there's a bunch of sexual harassment stuff that just came out today. So Ooh, okay, yeah, we can. Clayton on. Moore. We're looking at the Lone Ranger. I was obsessed with the Lone Ranger. Obsessed when I was a kid. It was a little homoerotic. His clothes, his outfit. No cowboy dress like that. That is the gayest looking cowboy. And I was watching, I was like, it's just laden with racism, like hardcore racism. And I thought, what if they did a TV show today about uh, uh, or the, right, the making of The Lone Ranger? Like, wouldn't that be cool? If you got, like, it would be funny. It would be in a Mad Men kind of way. But the writer's room, the actors, the Tonto speaks totally normal. But then he must talk like this, Lone Ranger. Like, you know, that, he, that guy got in trouble for red face. Oh yeah, a whole Indian community turned on him because they said that he uh, he was a, he was a red face. He was tur- putting it on. He was doing like soft shoe for for Indian people. Well, Johnny Depp did that. Yeah, and that's once again we're back at whitewashing. Back we're whitewashing. back at whitewashing. Yeah. yeah, but part of me goes then. But you're an actor. Like if you're Johnny Depp and you're an actor. I mean, I guess you can't play a black person because there are black people that will play that. And you can't play an Indian person because there are Indian people that could play that. So you're t- but I always had that problem with Sandy Duncan. Sandy Duncan playing Peter Pan drove me nuts as a kid. I was like, why wouldn't they have a guy play Peter Pan? Why are you having a woman play Peter Pan? That made me irate as a kid. I know that that's asinine to say. But then when we did the play of Peter Pan in fifth grade, Gwen Cowan got it. And I was like, what about me? And like, no, girls play Peter Pan. I was like, that makes no fucking sense. His name is Peter Pan. Why are you going to have a girl? Why do I have to play the dog? I played Nana. And I, I was great at Nana. I stole the show at Nana. I went up. I started pissing on people's legs. I murdered his Nana. But Gwen Cowan got to play Peter Pan. It's fucking ridiculous. Can you imagine if you, play, if you had a sense and sensibility and you had four dudes play him? They're like, hey, who do you think's coming to the party tonight? I hope... Uh, I hope Mr. Johnson. I don't know. So did not watch Sensibility. The Golden Girls with dudes. It's just. It's like. It's like. Okay, with whitewashing, I'm cool with it. Everyone plays their own race. That's it. 
and mentally disabled can only play mentally disabled. No more straight straight regular guys playing mentally disabled parts. That's that is fucking whitewashing a tad bit. <laughs> and when it, in porn, that doesn't work that way in porn. It, you know what? No more strap on dildos. That's whitewashing. That's whitewashing. I want to see real dicks. Real dicks fucking real pussies. Not strap on. By the way, I'm going to be dead serious. I feel the same way when I see a. I cannot watch strap on porn. Can you watch strap on porn? I don't really watch porn. Okay. I, I, I didn't know we were going to call this brand new lies. I thought we were calling <laughs> it open tabs. <laughs> sure, we don't watch porn. Sure, we don't watch porn. Look at my history. Sure. I don't have pH on the fucking most visited number one. Sure, we don't watch porn. <laughs> sure. Let's go do this. You want to see what kind of porn I watch? Let's go into my fucking history. Show all. You ready? We'll, we'll go just the Pornhub ones. Okay. No. Not porn. I haven't didn't watch porn today, obviously. I didn't watch porn. Okay, so let's go back to Wednesday. Did I look at porn Wednesday? Probably not, because I'm home, and that would be creepy. What about Tuesday? No porn on Tuesday. By the way, I'll make this small enough so everyone can't see exactly <laughs> what I Googled. Yeah, I Googled Colin Kane. Um, no porn on Monday, and that was a travel day, but there was porn on Sunday. September Carano, Miss Banana's profile, he came inside me. Free porn videos, and that's when I got into a little bit of a free porn hardcore. It's sex, porn hub tube. Uh, Azura comes for you. Azura comes for you. <laughs> one in Russian. Let's see what that is, huh? What do you think the one in Russian is? I don't know. Guns of Deadpool. I looked up the Guns of Deadpool. <laughs> He's got a. Let's just, okay, pop off the screen. Can you do that? Pop off the screen so we can see what this porn is. Oh, I remember this one. This girl, you can actually show this because I think it's pretty hidden. This girl tries to fuck herself on the car handle of a VW. (laughs) And by the way, I started watching it, but her vagina lips were like way too aggressive, like way too hangy. And it just pulled me out of it. And I was like, I don't know what else. I think I, I, I'm, I think I broke my governor with porn. I can't watch it. I can't find anything that turns me on. I watch shit that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, the counter porn. The... I need, I need like, I need milf porn. I need milf, milf porn. Like milf porn, milf porn. Like it starts with a guy calling up the wife and being like, hey, do you want me to meet you at Kelson's? And she's like, what are you saying? And he's like, do, I, do you want me to meet you at Kelson's? I'm, or I'm sorry, I'm... I'm almost at Gelson's. And he goes, no, I know. Do you want me to meet you at Gelson's? She's like, do you want me to pick you up? And he goes, no. I just said, do you want me to meet you at Gelson's? And that's what I, this is the kind of porn I'm looking for, where husbands and women fight first, right? And then they go to Gelson's, and then he's like, uh, hey, I got four pounds of uh, turkey. She goes, I only need two pounds. He goes, oh, I know, but I got four, because I thought maybe we'd make a meatloaf. But I only need two. Well, I understand you only need two. That's why I got four, because I need two. Well, then just get two more. I just did. That's why I put them in the cart. And then they get home, and uh, and then she apologizes, and she's like, "I'm sorry, I was just hangry." And he was like, "I know, I shouldn't, I should have told you I was making meatloaf tonight." And then he's like, uh, "She's like, pickups in like 30 minutes. Do you want to try to bang one out? I feel like I haven't taken care of you since you've been home." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And she's like, "You got to be quick." And he's like, "No, I'll be totally quick." And then they go into the bedroom. And, uh, but they don't have like, like immediate entry sex. They got the kind of sex where she's got to put it in for him, but she's not totally ready. So she's got that look on her face that she tries to put it in for him where she's like looking for her keys in her purse, but she can't find them. And then, uh, no, 
Okay. All right. That'll that'll not hang on. Okay. All right. There we go. Okay. There we go. That's it. Would you watch that kind of porn? <laughs> Is so that way too descriptive? Real sex. Yeah, I want real you don't fucking want sex. Acting. You don't want any of that stuff. You just want milf porn. Mm-hmm. Milf porn. Kind. Of, yeah, milf porn. Ben Greenfeld and Joe Rogan, once again, an elite athlete, and I, this is none of my doing, brings me up to another elite athlete. I mean, it's very common for elite athletes to spend their time talking about me. Let's just let's just profile this. Let's just profile. I mean, I, I don't want to brag or anything, but let's just profile this. Oh, fuck yeah. I, I saw Joe at the uh, store, and he was like, he's like, hey, we, we were talking about you on the, on, uh, the podcast today, and I was like, about what? He's working about the Spartan race. I was like, oh, and I put that video together. Let's just watch it. Like that. So, so you have to jump so over stuff. So you're going a lot slower. Yeah, you got to carry carry sandbags and carry big gravel buckets. It's like doing yard chores and then running to your next <laughs> yard chore. You know, barbed wire crawling and, and hoisting ropes. But it's good for full body fitness. Because I used to do win. triathlon. When I did triathlon, I was weak. Oh, that's what I do. That's what I do now. You swim, you bike, you run, and I had an engine that's what I do that could now. go for days. Yeah. But I did my first Spartan race, and I couldn't climb a rope, and I, I couldn't those. carry you know, sand. Bag up the hill. So I think it's good yeah. for functional. Maybe let's show, uh, let's show an elite athlete. Uh, show uh, an elite that's athlete. That's a stadium. That's actually Bert. a good way to start. Oh, this that, is Bert that's inside of the this? stadium. Did a Dodger Stadium a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, oh, and you know, you don't have to get muddy, and there's no fake snow, and the He's stadium races. He's running with a fucking <laughs> selfie stick? Yeah, yeah oh, joke. You know, it's, it's, it, it can be kind of a joke, because some people will go out in uniforms with big cowboy hats on. And, Let's you know, show more clips as, of that, huh? As a more clips of the elite athlete. And, and then some people, they, they have these elite waves where it's actual... Uh, More Burke Kreischer. Legit athletes. Doing this is kind of interesting, though. Thank but you. it is, Thank you know, you. you can see you move your body in a lot yeah. of different ways on these courses. So it's fun. You know, it's fun to train for because yeah. you got to train all your different body parts and you train for power and strength and there's endurance. So it's a good mix of everything. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know they're doing them yeah. in stadiums. That's kind of oh, cool. Yeah. The well, stadium races are you'd cool. You'd know that, you Joe, if you're an elite AT&T athlete like me. Right. You're in a race and, and you go up and down and, and they will turn a stadium into like a, a three to four mile event. I mean, that's how many times you go up and down these right. stairs. And they have an yeah. event for the kids where the kids will go up and down it's the stairs. Rough. And the kids have miniature sand. Not for everybody. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. So it actually is kind of a cool event. That's pretty badass. That looked like pretty badass. Thank you, Joe. Let's just leave it at that. Let's just leave it at that. So are you training in power or strength? right now right now i'm going endurance i'm going full endurance leaning out mm-hmm. it's uh it's we call it hybrid keto mm-hmm. hybrid keto i think hybrid hu- hub keto hybrid keto and it's lengthening your body by swimming your body gets taller and longer when you swim that's everyone knows that uh jogging that compresses your body because you're pushing it down so that'll even that out and then biking uh but i'm only really doing my spin bike so i'm not going to go buy a bike i think that's you can a rent nice the bike. bike that's, that's a, a nice spin, spin bike. bike yeah uh, let's get out of that. It's just, once again, lead athletes celebrating me as their equal. Joe, once again, looking up to me. You're amazing. I'm learning so things from you. Like, pretty much. Yeah. Like he goes, that looks badass. He didn't say anything after that. Nothing. He didn't say anything negative about that or me or anything right after that. I stopped it there just because I was done listening. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my buddy Chris Hatterman on Instagram, fucking hate him. He's got the best goddamn life. He's like 45, millionaire, and just travels the world, no kids. And this is the view from his bedroom, 
wherever the, in Chiliano Bay Resort and Residence. And he's probably there with some fucking dimes that don't have much to say. But who cares when you're just using their mouth to put your dick in it? Um, oh, I was going to see, like, we, we showed a little bit of that clip of me doing the um, Spartan race. I don't know if anyone's ever seen it. Might as well show the whole thing one time, just clean, get it. Because obviously Ben Greenfield and Joe like think that's amazing. So let's just show it one time clean. Oh, yeah. Spartan race right now. Hey, Bert, Athlete. Simple. Burpees. Bear crawl. Push up. Hands off. Over the fucking ledge. Like a, like a gazelle. Running like an athlete. More bear crawls. Jump rope with the weighted rope. Spear chuck. Wakanda. It's like rock climbing, push up crawl, more running. Tough mutter. Tough mutter. Alright, let's get out of that. Hey, Bert, Tom's fat. I got, why the fuck? Let's just close that. Okay. Um, I spent a lot of this week listening to inspirational, motivational speeches. I don't know what this guy's speech was about, but I did know that he opened strong. And when it comes to a public speaker, I like a strong opening. And I was blown away by how much shit was on his chest. That I graduated from UT. I remember a lot of things about that day. I remember I had a throbbing headache from a party the night before. That's a great opening. Great opening. He's relatable. I practice my commencement speech sometimes. Do you ever do that? No. See, I think I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kid of fancy. Because I, I think, like, I was the kid that went to a baseball game and I'd bring a glove because there was a part of me that was almost certain that they were going to be like, all right, we've lost our third baseman. We have no one on the bench <laughs> that can play third base. Do we have, like, an 11-year-old with a pretty good pretty good hands and an arm to throw to third base? I'm like, Dad, I think they're talking about me. I'll, like, warm up my voice before I go to a concert just in case, like, I got to sing or something. Dude, if I go to any kind of concert, I'm like... Like, I go to Wilco, and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to be like, okay, Jeff Tweedy has diarrhea, and we're going to need someone to do a solid 30 yeah. that's all based on this concert, what you see right here. And I'm like, that's your guy. <laughs> so I've been working on my commencement speech. I think I was going to give my commencement speech and stand up and do that as my closer as for my next special and go, um, so right now what I'd like to do is, you guys are all graduating seniors from college. This is my commencement speech. And then I walk back on stage with a shirt on, obviously. I'd do a shirt off. I'd, take, I'd have a gown. I'll bring a gown, and then I'll take my gown on. There'll be no shirt on or pants. Um, Jocko Wilnick gave a TED's talk. Said, no, this wasn't your fault either. This is a badass speech. And it wasn't yours or yours or yours. I said as I pointed to the... What he's talking about is he went in. They had a mission where, they, where there was friendly fire, and he shot at 
and wounded friendly Iraqi troops. I think they were they were on the same. They were p- troops they had trained. His squad did, and he came back and he was like, "That was a shit fucking day." By the way, this is a 13 minute speech. You should watch. It's a pretty cool speech. Basically, it's about accepting responsibility. They went in. They're like, "Heads are gonna fucking roll." Jocko, sit back and tell me whose fault this is. And he walked into his troop and he's like, "Whose fault is this?" And everyone around the fucking thing was like, "It's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault." And then Jocko gets to the end of his speech. The seals in the room. And then I told them that there was only one person at fault. I started choking for up what had happened. Part. There was only one person to blame. And that person was me. You can watch the whole speech. I just, man, I don't know why I'm watching Navy SEAL motivational speeches these days. Like, I'm just getting drunk and watching them at night, like after my shows, and getting emotional at them. Like, just getting worked up and going, it was me, Jocko. I'm the one to blame. Like, the fuck's wrong with me? I have no, I have no even parallel universe that this guy's ever lived in. He posts videos of him at 4.43 in the morning getting up and going to the gym. At 4.43 in the mornings when I turn on my watch and I go, fuck, I'm already awake. I can't go back to sleep. Oh, should I take a Xanax? Like, I, there's no parallel, but man, I, his... His podcast is awesome. He's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Do you want to watch uh, triathlon motivational speeches? Because that's what this is. I'm all about motivation. I'm here to motivate you. I hope you do a triathlon with me. And if this, if that didn't convince you, then this should. To accomplish something extraordinary, oh. one must have an extraordinary dream. That's me. Wouldn't that be great if he was like, to accomplish something extraordinary, someone must have an extraordinary dream and kind of a non-touch to reality, like a belief in themselves that kind of surpasses what anyone else would ever expect out of them or could believe they could do. The kind of guy with a little extra money in his bank account who can piss away 1200 bucks on a bike he'll use once or $700 on a wetsuit he'll use once. Or $100 on six pairs of goggles that he could test out in his pool and never put on again. Or a guy who just likes to put on Speedos, but quite honestly, is even a little embarrassed to wear those Speedos at the public pool. Because he knows everyone's saying, what's he doing in the pool? A guy that researches ways to swim and finds out, well, if you had any swim lessons as a kid, you're probably pretty much set, and says, I guess I don't need to work on the swim portion of the triathlon. A guy who thinks that he can train for a triathlon on his treadmill, spin bike, and a pool instead of open water, a real bike, and the or open road. A guy who truthfully has been training for his swim portion of his triathlon in his 20-foot pool. I got a good voice for that shit. so high, a journey so demanding that its achievement to most seems impossible. Seems impossible. By the way, I'm going to do one of these for my triathlon. Swim 2.4 miles. Bike 106 miles. 112 miles. Run 26.2 miles. That's the Ironman. I got to be honest with you. I watched. So what I did when I was in the hotel room is I watched a triathlon on YouTube on my TV as if I was in, but it was in French. So it was, it was just like I was in Paris and I was just, I just got into Paris and I, that was all that was on TV that I could find that I could connect with. And it was really cool. 
I'm going to start doing that more often is watch sporting events in different languages. When I get to a hotel in like Richmond, Virginia and put it on the TV and pretend, Oh shit, I'm in Belgium. This is all they got on is this fucking cricket match, but just find it on YouTube. It's pretty amazing. I live in a delusional world. That sounds awful. I gotta be honest. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Get in drunk, right? Red eye, you get in off the red eye, off the red eye drunk. You crack a few beers like you would if you landed in Belgium, right? And then you just, uh, you turn on whatever's on, but you watch something like a bizarre sporting event that you wouldn't normally watch, but because you're in Belgium, you're watching it. And you're like into the commercials because they're in a uh, No commercials. Language. It's on YouTube. Oh, oh right. Yeah, yeah. You just watch, I just watched a full triathlon, <laughs> a full competitive Ironman triathlon in Paris on my fucking YouTube. It was great. Aziz Ansari went on stage and someone walked out on him and then girls came to his defense. Uh, I got nothing to say about that. Do you think it, has he talked about it at all? He hasn't. Stand? Which I'm like, part of me is like, let him on stage, let him uh, talk about it. Yeah, he's got to talk about it. You have to. Um, I, I don't think you. Sh- I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's not my place to say. Like I was just kind of shitting on Jeffrey Tambor, and he didn't do anything sexual. So I guess if you do shit sexual, I don't know. I don't know. Look, I'm not shitting on Jeffrey Tambor. The guy just needs severe fucking help. But he's fucking seventy. You think? You think you're gonna change your ways at seventy? That shit's always lurking. That shit is seeded from childhood. You don't fucking blow up at people to the point where they go, no one's ever talked to me like that in my 50 years in the business. And then it just changes. I'd like to say it would, but it's 70. But when you're Aziz Ansari and you're 35 years old and you had one sketchy hookup, I think you should be allowed to go back on stage. But then again, this woman didn't do anything. She just walked out. That's all they said happened. This woman just walked out. And that happens to me all the time. And I didn't even sexually assault or whatever he did. He didn't sexually assault her. But this is going to be a fucking sketchy podcast with a lot of like hearsay. This is this should be called allegedly with Theo Vaughn. Non-surgical vaginal rejuvenation solutions. My wife's doing this. You know that, right? Last year. I do now. A trend that is accelerating. As multiple childbirths and aging negatively affect vaginal tissues, women are seeking safer, non-surgical solutions to revitalize and recondition the- For a condition they call a loose pussy. Do you have a loose pussy? Petite Lady Treatment uses the unique capabilities of Action 2 Erbium Yag Laser to treat important vaginal conditions and meet the growing demand of- I thought that said vaginal trophy. I'm dyslexic, so sometimes I misread things. I thought it said vaginal trophy. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) I think I deserve one of those for (laughs) one time in my life when I really laid it down. (laughs) Vaginal trophy. Oh. I am not getting vaginal rejuvenation from someone who does not speak English. By the way, I'm not getting vaginal rejuvenation at all. I don't have a vaginal. (laughs) Let's get out of her. Dear White People, fucking great show. Have you seen it on Netflix? Nope. Dear White People, great fucking show. Great show. Branding-wise, I thought it wasn't going to be for me. I thought it was going to be one of those millennial shows where it was just like shitting on white people. And I was like, I'm definitely not watching that. Uh, Obviously, you have a message. You want to say your message. But I'm really into black shit. So I'm always like, fuck, I might as well give it a roll of the dice. The lead is maybe the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life. Physically perfect. Gorgeous. Fucking gorgeous. And an amazing actress. Her name is... Her name is... I don't know what her name is. Hold on. I don't, sorry, I don't know what her name is. Logan Browning? 
Is it Logan Browning? It sounds right. Samantha White is the girl. Yeah, yeah. She's fucking awesome. And it's a great plot. It's a great plot twist. And it's just, it's cool. It's cool. Everyone in that fucking show is gorgeous. Every, that might be the, I'll, I'll say this across the board. I'm not, I'm going to ignore race in this. And by the way, I guess there's no way to ignore race in a show called Dear White People. But the cast of that, African-Americans only, the white people are ugly in it. African-Americans only, not an African-American, that's racist, African-Americans. I know all of them are African-Americans, some are Haitian or Bayesian or whatever. <laughs> but black people only, that is the most beautiful cast of people I've ever seen. Everyone is a fucking dime in that fucking TV show. Dear white people. I'm obsessed with Laird Hamilton, okay? Laird Hamilton might be one of the most... I'm, I'm obsessed with these inspirational people. By the way, I call bullshit on motivational speakers because I see these motivational speakers out there that aren't doing shit with their fucking lives except doing a podcast or a vlog. And by the way, I, I'm already doing that. I'm not like... I'm not a big fan of motivational speakers. I'm a big fan of motivational people. That's why I get into these SEALs and these colonels and these triathletes and these athletes and these fucking elite athletes like Ben Greenfeld. I'll listen to that guy all fucking day long. Uh, Zach Bitter, I'll listen to him all fucking day long. He'll be on the podcast. Laird Hamilton, Gabby Reese. Laird Hamilton is what people are trying to brand themselves as today in the field. Like people now are going like, Oh, so there's a market for guys that are into fitness or, I mean, I'm sure there've always been those people, but there are some guys that are like, kind of like going into that to try to brand it so they can get into a podcast and then sell some fucking supplements, bro. Laird, Jared, Laird Hamilton is a fucking badass and he's been a badass since 1985. He was in North shore. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. This is Tiapu. We're going to see more videos of Tiapu in a second. Tiapu is, I'm saying it wrong. I know that. Tiapu Tia Upu is a, a, a break that is fucking aggressive. It's in Tahiti and it is insane. Laird Hamilton, normally you toe and surf there. I know a lot about this because I binge watch videos this weekend and we're going to watch some insane waves in a second. And then we're going to get to a fucking hurricane that showed up on the kid's first video. Have you ever seen that? You're about to lose your fucking mind and you're going to have to come over here and look at it. It's that fucking amazing. There, oh my God, I think I'm having deja vu and in deja vu I had a stroke right now. Don't, don't have a stroke right now. Maybe it's just a panic attack. Laird of- Hamilton... What kind of numbers would we get if you had a stroke on open tabs? That's what I'm thinking. Uh, final numbers? This is the end of the open tabs. <laughs> Laird Hamilton stand up paddled into Tiapu. That's fucking impressive. Whoa. And by the way, this isn't the biggest day of Tiapu, but still look at the size of this wave and look at this bad bitch right here. Shout out to Laird Hamilton and Gabby Reese. I met Gabby. I worked on a pilot with her. If you guys ever want to do my podcast ever, 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 I will fly to you. I will fly to you. Now, granted, I've got to play with all your toys. I want to go play and do lift weights in your pool. I want to uh, paddleboard. I want to fill potholes in your road. I want to do all the shit Laird does. He's such a fucking beast. And I want to drink beers also. And I know you guys aren't big beer drinkers, but here we go. Laird Hamilton, stand-up paddleboarding. Look at this. Look at this fucking wave. That's a quick one. All right, now let's just get out of that because now we're getting into dramatic rescue and fallen big wave surfer drone in Nazaré, Portugal. 
This fucking freaked me out. And I watched it in almost like a gawking kind of way. The guy is towed in right here. The jet ski's over here. And I guess there's no audio on there. I'm sure there is. Okay, he's got it. He's going way too fast. He's getting the speed wobbles right now. And right here is when he falls. He's got the white water behind him. No, 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 right here. So this is what's crazy about this. I'm going to lower the volume a tad bit so you can hear me. Produce Scooby is from Brazil, catches a wave, but loses control and falls into a dangerous zone of Parahanaina. I don't know what that means. No man's land. Surfer Luco Cabo attempts to rescue Pedro, but things don't go as planned. Why? Because another fucking wave comes right as he grabs him. And guess what happens? On the jet ski, he gets fucking tossed. He's wham. Now they're both off the jet ski and the waves come in and it throws the jet ski at them. If you're listening to this, I apologize. You've got to see their jet ski capsizes and they both get knocked into the churning white water. You see the two bodies and you see waves coming from both sides now. Because the waves coming back to the ocean are just as big as the waves going in from the ocean. And you just see their bodies getting tossed around. Another guy on a jet ski comes in to rescue them. Bad fucking call, brother. Because yet, now surfer Evaldo Pato is forced to try to rescue both of them on his jet ski. He brings this guy into the shore. He's like, yo, you're close enough. Swim in, asshole. Jesus Christ. Pablo stays cool. Picks up Pedro Scooby. He's like, uh, yeah, real cool dickhead. I've got dinner with my wife at five, and now I might not make it because you're going to kill me because i got to fucking rescue you. Shit, big wave, son of a bitch. I'm coming back out. I watched this all fucking week. Now, this guy's getting too close to the rocks. And a few minutes later, he returns for Chombo. Another wave. Fucking barely made that one. This is, this, by the way, is not as easy as it looks. This guy's getting thrown around everywhere in the white water. Chumbo was getting dangerously close to the rocks, making it even harder to rescue. Luckily, Scooby, Chato Scooby fucking did it. Now, this has got to be the ride he likes the most when he goes, all right, let's get this fucking thing. He maintains his coolness, completes the rescue, making this one of the highlights of the season. Once again, he's fucking thrown... This is... I don't understand the draw of big wave surfing. The one that got away. This is just one more big wave, and then we'll get out of big wave stuff, and we'll get into tornadoes. Well, I don't know if we talked about this, but recently somebody completed the biggest wave ever. This is where they did it. Uh, Okay, that's what This is where they did it. Look at this wave. Just... This is just for people watching. Because if you're listening, I'll do, do my best to describe it. This wave, guy toes into it, and all of a sudden you see it mounting like a pimple and getting really white. And you see this guy on the top go, you know what? I'm fucking out of here. I think this is the wrong way for me. And it skyrockets up another 30 fucking feet and comes down like a wave. You, It shoots out, no joke, about 100 yards. That is the biggest wave I've ever seen in my life. The one that got away. Type in the one that got away. Nazare, big wave, drone. All right. Double trouble, big wave sequence in Nazare. We're good. Code red. Let's just real quick, since we're on the way, let's just see one more wave. One more wave. Will you guys do one more wave? Code red. You got to see the wave this guy rode. 
Oh my god. You know what? Fuck waves. There's this is not paying off for people, anyone listening. Oh shit. I debated on whether or not to play this audio. Because this fucked me up. What is it? Four million views. John Jones, caver, dies while exploring cave with family in Utah. I don't want to exploit this guy's passing, so I won't. I'm torn on whether or not to play this. Because if you're listening, this audio will fucking freak you out. So what what happens? I'll just play a little bit. Problem. John was almost completely upside down. Hang on. His headlamp was also down into the 10 inch wide side of the crevice. He found no place big enough to. So, um, this kid's an adventurer. I think I'm guessing he's Mormon because he's an adventurer. All Mormons are adventurers. That's number one. Any Mormon you ever meet has a fucking adventurer spirit. I don't know why. All Mormons are adventurers. They go caving in Utah as family. Him and his brother decide to split off and see if they can find something different. I guess the the joy of caving, and I've been caving, I, I care, uh, spelunking. <laughs> and by the way. And I've only done very, very uh, small portions of what these guys are doing. There is a thing called the birthing canal. Every cave's got one, and it's where only your body fits in. It's how you get into a bigger venue. They always call them the birthing canal. I did one in New Zealand where it was water up to your up to your lips, and your head hit the rocks, and so you only had really like six inches to work with. So, and at times you go underwater and you had to crawl on your arms. You were laying flat, face forward, and you would crawl on your arms to get through the birthing canal, which was like twenty feet, and. And by the way, there's, oh my God, this is giving some people panic. There's no way to turn around. So once you go in, you're committed to the birthing canal. And then once you get out the other side, it opens up. But you know your only way back out is the birthing canal. And so I've done a lot of, I've been in places where you go, it just doesn't make sense. Because once you get into these places, the fear isn't there as much as it is when you're watching this video or hearing about this video. But I remember doing some care, uh, some spelunking with a group in Colorado, and it was the guy was a Mormon, and he was like, "Yeah, you get into some pretty hairy situations." I got into a place one time where my arm and head were stuck out, but my body was hanging in the in the in the in the space, and I didn't know what was hanging. I just knew that I, if I got through, I could figure it out. So I didn't know how far it was. I said, what did you do? And he said, I go went in my belt pocket, and I just started chiseling around the rocks around my head, trying to loosen it. I'm sweating. Okay, this is going to fucking freak you out then. So him and his brother go in, and he. I'm going to see if I can get to the, here, let's get start right here entered the cave with 10 other friends and family members and began exploring a large chamber known as the Big Slide. Soon after, John and his brother Josh split from the group with two other friends to find a more challenging section of the cave called the Birth Canal. The what did I just tell you? What did I just tell you? The, ours was called the Birthing Canal. This is called the Birth Canal. Decided to go separate ways to look for it. John picked a waist-high hole to explore and went in head first. He found no place big enough to turn his body around and leave the tunnel, so he kept going. John eventually saw a fissure that dropped nearly straight down in front of him, which may have appeared to widen out at the bottom, giving him a spot to turn around. Rescuers believe John sucked in his chest to investigate the fissure, sliding his torso over a lip of rock and down into the 10-inch wide side of the crevice. But when his chest expanded again, he was stuck. Instead of widening so John could get out, 
the crack grew smaller and all but closed. Struggling to free himself only made John slide deeper into an even tighter eight and a half inch wide section of the fissure. One arm pinned underneath him, the other forced backward by an outcropping of rock. His headlamp was also knocked off. When John's brother Josh heard his older brother was stuck, he made his way down the waist-high tunnel to help him. But after getting stuck himself in a section known as the corkscrew, and seeing how far his brother was wedged in the crevice, Josh knew they had a serious problem. John was almost completely upside down with only his feet and about six inches of his legs sticking out of the tight opening. Josh attempted to pull him out, but soon realized they would need help to free his brother. He told John he was calling for help, then made a friend stay with his brother as he made the journey out of the cave to alert emergency services. When he was sure help was on the way, Josh made his way back to where John was stuck and took the friend's place by his brother's side. The Mormon brothers passed the time by praying and talking about Josh's plans for the future. Just before midnight, over three hours after John had first gotten stuck, members of the rescue team began- Three hours? How much, how many time, how much time did he say? Yeah, over three hours. Driving. It took rescuers about 30 minutes to reach the tunnel where Jones was stuck. Around 12.30, rescue team volunteer member Susie Matola reached John and greeted him with, Hi John, my name is Susie. How's it going? John's reply sounded distant. Hi Susie, thanks for coming, but I really, really want to get out. Oh, no worries John, she told him. You're going to be out of here lickety-split. As Susie analyzed the situation, though, she knew it was not going to be an easy task. The six-foot, 200-pound Jones was encased upside down by a tight crevice, except for a small section of his legs and feet protruding out. The human body is designed to walk upright, and the heart works with the force of gravity, not against it. When rescuers told trauma physician Doug Murdoch that John was nearly upside down, he knew the trapped man didn't have much time. Being upside down, your body has to pump the blood out of the brain all the time, he said. Your body isn't set up to do that. The entire system starts to fail. I can't listen anymore. So he could, he was, he could breathe though? He, he could was... kind of breathe. Dude, I, I don't know. I fucking fucked me up. I listened to that right before I went to bed and I had dreams that I was fucking stuck places and wake up tied up in my sheets all night. Fucking. Do you, are you claustrophobic? I'm very claustrophobic. So then I I watched one more video before I went to bed, and it was this one. You ready for this? You have to come over and look at this. Okay. This might be the most interesting thing I've ever seen online in my entire life. This time doing YouTube, so if you think our vi uh, video is terrible, this is our first time. Two kids, two blenders, a bowl, and a camera. Titled, Kids Make First Video While Tornado Hits House. <laughs> So today we're doing the smoothie challenge and this is my sister Mia. She's going to do it along with me and we're going to draw a number from this thing or this bowl and whenever we draw one, we're going to go get a bag back there and put it Listen in our it. smoothie. Do you hear it? So let's and, get started. And you need numbers on these papers so you know it's bad. Do you hear the, are you coughing like a fucking asshole in the middle of this? Okay. Do you hear the tornado hitting in the background? So let's get set. Lightning? Crap! Okay, I'll go first. Holy crap, Dad, it's like blowing. Downstairs, 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 Go! Go downstairs! 
tornado completely hits their house while these kids are making their first YouTube video ever. By the way, it's not even done. This jar is rolling back and forth. Here's the part that befuddles me. Tornado's coming through. Still hitting. Still hitting. Coming back over the house. Jar stop rolling. Camera's just sitting there waiting for the roof to come off. That's all I'm thinking is. I hope this roof comes off. And the dad comes upstairs. This fucking dickhead comes upstairs. Let's cut forward. Comes upstairs. And what does he do? He grabs the camera and turns it off. Look at this fucking idiot. Oh, 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 oh. Let's make sure that I don't want to waste battery. God forbid I capture a natural disaster and go fucking viral. There's a comedian named Harry... Kondalano, Kondalano, Kondalano. Oh, by the way, I got a fucking. I wish I could edit that out. I should do. Kondalano, Kond, Kondal, Kondal. By the way, I'm dyslexic, Harry. Okay, so I'm have a hard time reading fucking names. All right, I always have a hard time reading names. Sound it. Kondalabu, Kondabalu, Kondabalu, Harry Kondabalu, Harry Kondabalu. By the way, I just. I'm not shitting on him at all, so don't get ready for that. He's the guy who did the movie The Problem with Apu. We talked about The Problem with Apu, I think, on this podcast once. And I, I, I welcome fucking different thought. I've always welcomed different thought in my life. I like hearing what other people have to think. And I like an insight from a guy that has been a marginalized um, member of society his entire life. And the one representation of him was Apu. And it was done by white people, written by white people. And basically, it was a mockery of his father. I don't have a problem with that. Now, granted, I, I always like The Simpsons. I still like The Simpsons. I don't hate The Simpsons now. But I like hearing his point of view. He had a stand-up special on Netflix, which I watched. Very good. But I couldn't get past the fact that he reminded me of someone. Okay? The whole time, I was like, this guy looks like someone I know I grew up with. Who does he look like? Harry Kondabalu. There we go. I fucking hit it out of the park that time. Ooh, he's got a sister? I wonder what his sister looks like. He's got a brother. That's a brother. Okay, that was not... The name looked like a sister's name. You know who he looks like? Tom Hulse. Tom Hulse from Parenthood. From uh, from Animal House. I think he was in Animal House. By the way, you be the judge. God damn it, I just fucking clicked out of Harry Kondabalu. We'll go back and forth. That's his Wikipedia page. So this is Harry Kondabalu, okay? This is Harry Kondabalu. By the way, I hope he's not, he doesn't take this as an insult. I'm just joking around, but I do believe he looks kind of like this guy. And this is Tom Hulse. Dinner ready? What's that? Huh? Oh, some friends were just dropping me off. Friend? Friends slow down, they even stop. <laughs> Handy, just do the comparison. Handy, Harry Kondabalu, and let's see if we can get a good picture of Tom Hulse. I might be stretching on this one. No, he looks like him, kind of. They kind of look alike. 
Tom Hulse, Handy Caraballo, Car- motherfuck me, mother. I'm just gonna sound racist because I can't say his fucking name, as opposed to stupid. I bought all must sound stupid and racist. Handy hair, man. All right, I'm done with this. I'm fucking. I'm not digging this hole any deeper. Oh, this is just a video of me wishing these people died in a hurricane. Is there like a tornado touching down? Is there like a tornado touching down? Yeah, there is, you dumb bitch. And it's coming for you. Listen to them giggling. They're in from fucking Pennsylvania. They're down in the islands. They're here to have a good time. Oh my God, is that like a tornado touching down? Oh, please, 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 please take them away. Lift them up. Oh, look at that one idiot is is facing the storm like she's a princess. Look at her. I can stand you. Like she's fucking Moses. Like she's Moses at the front of his ark. Hi. Look at this girl. These girls are all fucking hard fours. And they're on vacation. Sunburn as fuck, and a tornado's taking them back to Kansas. And then it gets real, and you hear them go, Get inside the fucking house, bitch! Oh my god, what is that what death sounds like? Oh my god, what is this? What is going on? What is I did not sign up for this? I don't want to hear other people die when I die. I want to die by myself. I don't want to hear other people meet death. That's gonna be the fucking worst. Scuba diving and tsunami. Hearing other fucking jackasses die along with you. I want to die all by myself and be like, oh fuck, so this is how it goes out. Jennifer Love Hewitt, not gonna fucking trash a celebrity, although I've done that the entire fucking time. Iron Man and this alleged drunk driver smiles hard as fuck after she kills somebody. That is the episode, everybody. I don't have anything else. Does anyone have any good songs that they requ- that they submitted today on YouTube? Do we have any good music to go out to? Giant wave crashes. Tight squeeze and deep cave. What the fuck, man? I mean, might as well. I don't know. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. Oh, my God. It was tight with one arm. Come on up. Anytime. Me. Lights, yours. Oh, uh, my lights? Yeah, that's yours. The head is big. Oh, if it is, yeah, it's the grotto. Hold on. Right now, and just. I'll ask for all that stuff. You got the arm out, it's a sticker bush. Oh, wrong arm, maybe. Him he's got his shades on. Yeah, get the shades off first. He's got like cool while he's coming through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at least look at the camera. Dude, what if you can't get out? I don't think this is going to happen. All you got to do is make that one shoulder come through. Yeah, just get it's your right shoulder there. through. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they're all fucking laughing and their buddy's stuck in a hole. Yep. It, no. It's like right there. You want to pull it Just out? move it in about an inch. <laughs> yeah, wiggle it. Wiggle a little bit. Come on, let's get Yeah, look, oh, there it is. There it is. That's it. Looks like you're trying. Fuck this noise. At least it looks like you're trying. What the fuck?
What the fuck, dude? Is that what you want to hear when you're dying? Your friends laughing at you? I don't want to. I I want to die by myself. I don't want to die on a plane with other people dying. I don't want to die in the tank at SeaWorld where Shamu attacks me and everyone's watching. I don't want to die in a hole where my friends are standing above me going, move your arm, do your arm. Try doing your arm. Grab his arm. Oh, yeah. Take your sunglasses off, you dumb cunt. Has made it. Yeah, oh. that's the problem. Yeah, go two arms, you fuckface. Yeah. That's why he. Who the fuck got him in this hole? There better be another way out of this hole. What do you just sit in the hole until you lose weight and you can get out? Shoulder through. Lose the shirt, man. It'll All right, let's. Let's just get. Let's just see if I can get to the part where he gets. Like, oh my god, he took off his fucking shirt. Did you happen to get any video? Or Oh my god. <laughs> so his friend goes into the hole to get him out of the hole? <laughs> like squirt that out the hole after. <laughs> Put it all over. Fill it with water. There's some fluids and stuff. Has anyone gone the other way facing this way? Face first. The other way? No, I mean. Oh, you know, that might be easier. Face first. Facing the other way? Oh, look at this. I don't know. Okay, I don't want to shit on white people. This is only shit white people do. This is fucking stupid as fuck. Whatever the fuck is in the, the white privilege did to the white soul where they go, I need a hardship. I need something scary. I need something fucking hard to, to live my life by. Let's see if we can fit in this. It is a hole, by the way, the size of a meatloaf. Are you seeing this? You don't see this. You got to come over and look at this. No, wait, this way, dude. Hey, come back. <laughs> dude, come back. This is the end. This is the exit. This the wrong way. Did you happen to get any video or, or pictures of me going through? No. Okay. You want to do it again? Yeah. I, right. anybody wants to. I'm going to try it this video. way. Oh. Let me try it this way. Yeah. All right. Just to see how it feels. Here, I'll tell you what. Let me start a new video here. Okay. Oh, no, I'll just go ahead and go. Okay. Chop the funny. This is. Oh, glasses. oh, you're going to go that way. I'm no, trying it. Let's see how that works. All glasses are filled. buddies in there? Yeah. This doesn't feel very good at all. Uh, yeah, it's perfect. Okay. <clears throat> I'm a really nice ass. Me and Tom Segura did something very similar to this, except it was a Volkswagen. What the fuck is wrong with this human being? Somebody push it. Poke it in. I can't believe he's laughing about this. Any volunteers? It actually works to push it like that. This is on video, right? I would stop right there. Yeah, you got stuck probably. No, 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 don't do that. This is worse, I think. This way. Actually, if you pull the shorts up, it will... thing was probably a bad idea. No, he's stuck. Yeah. All right. I'm here. Okay. Then your chest won't go in if your ass doesn't go in. Uh oh. So what time? Oh, there they are. I can't believe I'm gonna watch 12 minutes of someone getting into a hole. Okay, it's not happening. Yep. By the way, I would have said that. I would have said that as soon as my foot didn't clear it without touching it. Yeah. Why me? Somebody else. You. You're small. You're next. We'll have a lot of people do it. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm here. Okay. Uh, this no, is a chip I will never it. fuck. No, we've got no proof. I went the other way. Is that the same no. thing? No. no. <laughs> we didn't see it. It's not recorded. Yeah. You can prove it. It's not on video. Just some pictures. You can fake those like I did with mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is this all on video right now? Yeah, it is. Oh. Uh -oh. With voice? Yeah, with voice too. Oh. On next CCC convention. <laughs> so everybody knows that I'm going to the underwear. Yeah. Follow up with CCC. You can't put that on breathing now. I find myself not breathing. Underwear. This is going to be like seriously difficult. You have to strip down, man. I'm not sure it'll take. Does it need some butter? Yeah. Take ourselves some butter at the cabin. Why would you Turns do that? Out that deer skull down there is not one What are you doing with the right hand, by the way? Wow. Why the fuck would you do this? Yourself, though? How did it I'm get just standing down there here just working my Yeah, his name is you, Bennett. He can't get out either. Alright, who's next? Alright, do it quickly. Alright, right here. Is this everyone? Yeah, go ahead and do it. If we run out of tape, you'll have to uh, do it again. Oh, you made it out. Entering the cave, made it through that way. The other way. This guy's skinnier. Made it out. All right, I'll try. All right, left arm first. Out. Well, he goes in pretty fucking. And what's he got to do? He's exhaling. This is how that guy died. Nice. There better be a fucking do door count. on the other side of this cave. Watch those thorns. Did these guys get out? Do <laughs> you realize how little I could get in and out of this hole? Just your hips. Just your legs. And just work your way in. I think my guys, girls don't have much trouble there, but guys do if you got a big package. So. <laughs> oh, you fucking idiot. If you're small, my head. Yeah. Okay, so that guy got in pretty easy. All right. That's it. So they're all going into this fucking hole. Clean it off someday. Yeah, I don't think that's going to... I want to see them get out of the hole. No, oh, see, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ryan's got time. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky Larson's yeah, easy to get it through. <laughs> <laughs> Thought about it for a minute. I'm like, no. Ryan, he'll just slip those hips right okay. through. Oh. Watch him. Take a pass. I'm just watching someone go into a fucking hole. He's still able. Let's just see if we get. Did they ever get out? Did anyone ever climb out of it? Wait, hold on. What was that? Well, pull me up. Got you. I think from this way. You're bigger than Ryan. I think. I think. Okay, let's see what happened. Let's just wrap this fucking episode up. Yeah. You can't go through it like straight. Oh, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. Now they're going in upside down. All right, I'm out. I hope you guys have a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. Stay safe. I'll be with my family all weekend. I'm getting sick. There's an asshole I work with that I'm close to Jeffrey Tamboring right now who got me sick the other day because he came in sick and whimpering like a baby because he didn't know how to handle his fucking booze. Poor guy. That's how I got sick. Yup, that's what it is, pretty much. I got the flu. Do not, by the way, don't put up my emails. You put up my emails when my emails are on here? No. Okay. Uh, make sure my emails aren't up on the screen. Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Uh, I will see you next week. Next week we're releasing. Uh, I'm not sure. It's up to you. Rob Riggle, Brandon Schaub, 
It'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. It's either Rob Riggle, Brennan Schaub, David Keckner, David Keckner, Nate Bargatze, and Kyle Kinane, mm-hmm. Zach Bitter. Mm-hmm. Could be anybody. Comedy festival. That's why you got to tune in. I love you guys with all my heart. Have a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Uh, don't do drugs if you're around your kids. And I mean, you can smoke pot, but like, don't do like hard drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I love you guys. Have a great day. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.